In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps a $5 minimum balance required. Welcome into episode number nine of Cheers to Baseball, presented by our friends at Old Dominic, Kevin McAlpin, Chris Domino. Happy New Year to you. Thanks for oh, joining yeah. us for our first, it's our first podcast of 2024. And Chris, that means baseball is like, now it's it's officially like the, the countdown is on, right? Yeah, I, I sort of say once January 1st goes by, for those that don't know, we actually are doing this right in the battery because our studio is right in the battery. Park called the orange deck and then to your left as soon as you walk out is bobby cox the statue and then the entirety of the stadium so you walk across basically the length of the first baseline and right after the first of the year as it you know it's pretty cold all of a sudden you sort of look over and go okay you know you don't do it in november you don't really yeah. do it in december um after january 1st you sort of you sort of get that idea that yeah pretty soon they'll be making moves in there uh, people will be scattering and working and the infamous trucks going down to spring training will happen where the local news <laughs> will cover the fact that a couple of trucks are going to be leaving uh, Truist Park. Yeah, they're loading up the weight equipment, although I don't know if they have to do as much yeah, of that as they did in Orlando. That weight facility they have in Northports is, is pretty state-of-the-art. Listen, I, I can't even tell you <laughs> what it was like at Wire World of Sports. <laughs> They were there for 20 years, yeah. and it certainly had advantages for the guys who were married, the guys who had kids. Uh, if you were going to spring training, you had something else to do. If you were covering the team, if the game was done at 4 o'clock or you were done, whatever. I get all that stuff. From minute one, minute one, walking into that facility, oh, look, it's new, and it's 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 the Braves. There was a leg press and a some sort of bicycle in the hallway. <laughs> and, and I realized, Huh? Like, there are high school gyms 20-plus years ago that didn't need to put equipment in the hallway because the room was big enough to hold the equipment. Yeah. Well, that's what was going on down there. And it was funny because you find out Disney doesn't spend a dollar unless they're going to make two. And it ran its course. It was 20 years. It was great in a lot of ways, not so great. But in terms of the facilities where you had to bring whatever it is you had to bring down there, in Northport, the weight room itself is a two-story open door go outside and do all the other work that you need to do on a field that's right out there which you never really had at disney at all. yeah no you, the facilities are incredible if you have not been this is spring training number five already if i'm not mistaken so. now of course you had the shortened one with covid you had one with reduced capacity in 21 but the fifth spring training for the braves already in northport it's really paid dividends with the facilities they have to work out in, but also to travel up and down the West Coast. You're not getting on that bus for three, three and a half hours like you were at Disney World. It's an hour to Tampa. It's an hour down to Fort Myers. From a, you know, being able to get yourself ready from a season standpoint, this place has been a game changer for the Braves. They also built a, basically, let's just call it a dorm for young guys. Yeah. There were guys who were living there close to year-round. Getting, you, know, you can do your rehab down there because you have a facility. Disney wasn't a place you go rehab. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, Disney wasn't even a place that you would go think about rehabbing <laughs> because, again, short of the good weather, there was not what you wanted or needed down there. They have it all in one place now. Eventually, and I don't know how much, you know, publicly, there's going to be a hotel built yeah. right in the outfield because people will then have an opportunity to stay. Players can stay here, youngish guys. Other guys, veterans, will find houses. There's more construction going on than, than that area has ever seen when it comes to housing. But there'll be a hotel right at Northport. That facility, they have everything they need. They had the mounds. Uh, there's a player parking lot, and then there's a string of mounds. And every mound has track man and every th- piece of equipment uh, because every session is being videotaped, and every session will be broken down with the newest in the technologies. I'll be down there next week for Fantasy Camp. It's my oh. second year uh, going down to Fantasy. I got to tell you, if you've ever dreamed about, I mean, look, who amongst us hasn't dreamed about living the, the big league lifestyle for a week? If you've never experienced it, it's on your bucket list. Can't recommend it enough. Greg McMichael, his entire crew, do an unbelievable job. You get a locker in the main clubhouse. You get your jersey. You get your nameplate. You take everything home with you at the end of the week. But I can tell you this much, Chris, I, my legs have never been so sore in my life life than they were the final day when I was getting on that airplane to fly home. So if it's something you've dreamed about, like I said, we've all thought about what could have been if we would have maybe tried a little harder, maybe had a little more athleticism as a kid. Fantasy camp's definitely the place to live out those dreams. Yeah, I've been saying since I actually started 30 years ago, the dimensions are the same as my high school field. Yeah. You know, 320 down the line, just, it's the same thing, uh, but it's not. <laughs> and then when you get kangaroo court uh-huh. and you get, you realize that again, you have the... the you don't want to be in the tub. You don't want to be known as that guy. Uh, but your legs are going to be hurting. They got that special orange hot sauce. Man, you played a uh, little college sports. Did you ever see the special orange? Like, it, it's almost industrial strength, over-the-top balm that you put on when your legs are hurting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they tell you, you wear gloves to put it on and don't put it anywhere near your face. <laughs> like, that's what we're talking about. And I yeah. had that. I had a hamstring that I rubbed that on, and I was like, oh, my goodness. So it feels like they took a blowtorch to your leg, and I'm, I'm assuming that means it's it's making it better. But I just remember that when you have access to that type of stuff, you realize, look, humping it for 150, you can tell me it's a kid's game, you're standing in the outfield for 150 days, how bad could it be? Well, you find out in a week. Yeah. If your legs aren't ready, uh, it's a very, very different thing than just going and playing a pickup basketball game and going home. Yeah, I had Mike Mordecai as my manager last year, and we had a guy who played NAIA ball, hit a ball off the wall. I was running from first. I got to second. He's already sending me to score. And when I tell you I hit the bag at third and looked at home plate and it looked like it was four miles away, I I said to him, I said, Morty, I didn't didn't sign up for this as I'm running by him, like just hoping to make it without falling down. You say jogging. (laughs) You're really running at that point. I don't know what it was called, but I was, I got in there ahead of a tag, so I, I beat the play at the plate. So right. uh, well, fantasy camp, look, yeah. it's, and the Braves, you're right. Uh, Greg McMichael has really turned it around. It's a really nice setup down there. Yeah. All right. Speaking of things that are going on, once spring training starts, this guy, you got a new toy. Yeah. Uh, I would. It's not 2016. It's not <laughs> 2017. It's not the 2018 version of Chris Sale. We all know that. Does he walk in with ring? Yeah. Does he walk in as a veteran? Yeah. But he also walks in with a two-year deal now where we didn't think that was really going to be the case. We thought it was going to be Boston will pay enough with enough deferred where for half a million dollars, below minimum, half a million dollars, you were going to get Chris Sale to see if he can get right. Well, the Atlanta Braves tore it all up. Yeah. 
No more deferral. $16 million, $22 million with a team option three years from now for $18 million. So Chris Sale, you know, as long as it doesn't crap out next year, is going to be here for at least two. I like it, too. And, and too. I had Snit on the Clubhouse Report locally here in Atlanta on Wednesday talking about this very deal, and he said the one thing you love is he's a lefty that strikes a lot of guys out. And think about the Achilles heel for this Braves ball club in the postseason the last two years. It's been the Philadelphia Phillies. Kyle Schwarber, Bryce Harper, a couple other lefty bats they can run in there as well. I love that you can add this guy to a rotation with Max Freed, who's a perennial Cy Young contender. Spencer Strider, see the same conversation as Freed. Now you got this guy who is, what, a seven-time All-Star. He's won a World yeah. Series. He brings that credibility. Now, is he the same Chris Sale? No, I'm not going to say that. But if this guy's my number four behind Charlie Morton? Yeah, so he's got to park all that stuff at the door. Yeah. Um, because he hasn't made enough starts. Now, does my guess is, and I spoke to Alex Anthopoulos, I'm not telling any tales out of school. We spoke at length off mic, but it was a conversation I could at least say this. They don't do the $22 million guaranteed unless they believe that he's going to be a guy. Yeah. Now, is he going to be the guy? You know, nobody really is believing that. But if you're a guy, um, if you're a three or a four, with, remember, Charlie Morton in all likelihood is going away. Max Freed could go away. The other thing you're saying is if he's if he's healthy and makes his starts this year, I've got at least a piece for the year after that. Yeah. Now it's going to be the 35 going into 36-year-old piece. But, again, it, you're either going to eat that $22 million like salad or you're going to have a guy two years at $38 million. $19 million a year. When I look at Lucas Giolito, when I look at some of these other contracts that were signed, the one, the two, the three-year deals, what version of this am I getting? Not the guy that I'm putting at the top of the rotation. Seven-time All-Star, true. World Series, true. I think even he knows that he's got to park that at the door. Yeah. He's here. He's not here to make the club. What he's here to do is make starts where he helps the club. Yeah. And it's a big difference in those two things. Look, I... I don't understand five innings, six innings. We've talked about it ad nauseum. We're applauding guys. Uh, the Braves bullpen, I'd like this guy to maybe help the cause where there's not a bunch of twos and threes, and all of a sudden i got to make up seven and you know six innings out of my bullpen. I need him to be healthy. I need him to be, a, here I'll go, I'll say it, a five-inning guy, which just I choke on it when I'm saying it. But, but that's the reality now. Yeah. You need these guys to go five, maybe six, and then I've got a bullpen stacked where I can actually close out games enough times during the year to be a postseason team. And for a guy coming off an injury like Sale was a year ago, don't you feel like at least early on that's something where maybe they'll they'll be conscious of the innings, they'll be conscious of that workload? Because let's be honest, you really need this guy and a healthy version of this guy come October I don't need him humping it for eight innings in a start in July against the Marlins. I mean, it feels like they're going to monitor that workload and make sure they don't overwhelm him too early on this year. You know, Max Fried's actually been down a little bit the last few years. It's not long stints, but he sort of misses this. He misses that. He hadn't been right in the postseason. We know that. Um, so I think there are things. You know, I, I, I almost think the six-man rotation might come back because if you're going to burn guys, you're going to burn them anyway. they got a couple of young guys that I don't pay for Yoda. I've talked about I don't need a guy 22 million sitting in the middle of the clubhouse. Hey, gather around, boys. Let me tell you what it was like to pitch in a World Series. Um, I'm not paying 22 million. I'll pay 22 million for what was termed to me the adult in the room. Yeah, he becomes the adult in the room if Charlie Morton goes away, if Max Reed goes away. He's the adult. He's the guy that whether it's the work ethic that you want. They did their background checks on all those things. 
I could also tell you he's been, speaking of Northport, he's already been down to the facility, lives in Naples, and on that teleconference that he was on, he talked about what the second year does is he's got kids, and it's, look, this is what we're doing. This is the team. Yeah. I don't think he's moving to Atlanta, but I think he knows now there's a stability in this. And you can tell me, you know, they're guns for hire. What are you talking about? They make millions of dollars. There is something to being able to go to your wife and your family and saying, we're in for two and it could be three. If dad does his job right, we're here for three years. I think that matters to some guys, and I was told it mattered to him. Yeah, no question about it. He's a, a Florida guy, grew up in uh, Lakeland, Florida, Central Florida. Another Braves fan guy. Yeah. 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 Did you hear the story about Chipper Jones? Yeah. First, first autograph. Yeah. How cool is that? I, yeah. Listen, <laughs> I started to believe that maybe some of these guys are lying a little bit. <laughs> you know, I met John Smoltz at a Kroger. Uh, I damn near fainted. I've been, to, you know, but supposedly this one is documented that he's another guy that the Braves got that was a Braves fan growing up. Yeah, it seems like everybody they've brought in over the last five, six, seven years, oh yeah, grew up, loved watching the Braves. Now, again, if, a lot if of If you were born west of the Mississippi, <laughs> we don't want you. If you were born north of Virginia, we yeah. don't want you. Yeah. No, that, again, the Ian Andersons of the world, speaking of being up from up north, and the Bryce Elders and the other guys, Miss Schauber, um, you know, you have kind of numbers now that you've secured this guy and let the games begin let the fights begin turn into gladiators to win the fifth spot coming out of spring training but here's what we also know if you win the fifth spot out of spring training what does it really mean you, you might be there for four starts be back down to triple a yeah. if you're lucky yeah or you could be an all-star and bryce elder who petered out at the end uh you could be a healthy ian Anderson who says what about me and you go take that job because the job is takeable. Yeah. So uh, it's interesting that they gave him the second year guaranteed. That's the big story. The other part, obviously, Vaughn Grissom, who didn't have really room here. And the Red Sox, I'm assuming you're thinking of him as a second baseman. But they got a guy who's controllable for, what, four or five years? I think it's five years, five years yeah. Vaughn Grissom. So Boston thinks maybe they have their second baseman who can hit baseballs off the wall and his arm is good enough to play second base in the bigs. And for Vaughn, I mean, look, like you said, there wasn't really a spot for him here. He spent the majority of last year with the AAA ball club. Now, though, if you're the Braves, you got to find it. It's, it's a lot easier than finding a, a starting pitcher. Yeah. You got to find a couple of guys to shore you up the middle because gone is Braden Shoemake. Now gone is Vaughn Grissom. You got to find a couple of infielders. And I think that's probably the next step for Alex this offseason, don't you? Yeah, and it also means, you know, what are you going to do in left field? Yeah. Um, you signed a guy who was 24. 24, yeah. Got upside. You know, the idea of hearing about a platoon, that was sort of the Vaughn Grissom thing. Uh, how many games is Kel going to play? I don't I don't know. And I think Brian Snicker probably and Alex Antopoulos has talked about the idea that we think we're getting a guy who still has upside. Mm -hmm. um, and we'll see if we can pull it out of him. He was a highly regarded guy there for a minute. Yeah. He's available to you at 24 years old, not 34 years old. So uh, backup outfielder. And then certainly something up the middle if you need up the middle. Yeah, no question about it. The other thing I think that bringing in a guy like Chris Sale allows you to do, you're not rushing a Hurston Waldrop. Now the Braves yeah. are really high on him. Yeah. A.J. Smith-Shaver a year ago, he was the talk of spring training. You don't have to rush some of these guys, the Winans, the Vines, the you know the Dodds, the Schusters that we saw a year ago. I know Schuster's gone. As long as he and the others are making starts. Yeah. Look, I, I, I don't know who's going to make 30 starts for this. I can guess for this team. But I could also go around baseball. Who's going to make 30 starts around baseball? You give me a list, and I'll tell you, okay, how much do you want to put on each guy? I'll take a look at your list of 25 guys yeah. that you think make 30 starts. And you're telling me you think they make 30 starts. I'll pull 10 of them out and go, I'll bet they don't. Yeah. This, you know, for whatever reason. Yeah. I don't know the reason why, but you're not going to 
you're not going to you're not going to get it that right which means if if somebody wins the fifth spot and somebody will coming out of spring training if you tell me oh there it is there are my guys who make 30 plus starts Probably not. Yeah, it really is tough. And, and you mentioned earlier about uh, where the contracts are this offseason. Look at Sonny Gray. He gets three years and $75 million. Tyler Glass now, a guy who hasn't pitched more than 121 innings in a season in his career. What do the Dodgers give him? $115-ish million. So when I start comparing those kind of numbers to what the Braves gave a guy like Chris Sale, who they feel like they've seen enough on, I feel even better about a deal like this, don't you? Yeah, the Cole Hamels one is the one. Yeah. Everybody's, you know, Drew Smiley didn't work out either, although he had a moment. Um, the Cole Hamels deal is the one that everybody says, oh, God, let's not do that again. <laughs> uh, and again, $18 million, you, you, you munched on that because Cole Hamels did nothing for you. Uh, if this goes kaflui, it could, it's a call. It's, well, at $500,000, this would have been a misdemeanor mistake. <laughs> Cole Hamels at $18 million, now it's only one year, but I'll still call it a felony. This is two for 38. So, you know, you are in that territory of uh, if it goes wrong, it's it's not inexpensive. Yeah. Well, we'll see how it all works out. Health will be the biggest part of this whole pride. thing. I always yeah, got pride. pride. And I, 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 he touched on that yesterday on the Zoom call where he said, look, you know, it does feel like there's some unfinished business. He was looking forward to that final year in Boston. Like a sucker. No. Look, here's the thing, though. I, I'll look at Madison Bumgarner. When it's kind of over, it's over. Tim yeah. Linscombe, when it's kind of over, it's over. I'm not saying that that's this case. But there have been guys where you just go, oh, no, no, that guy. He. He. Bumgarner would have been a big mistake. Was it eighty million dollars? Yeah, Arizona they released him. Yeah, and, and they went they went to the World Series because he, <laughs> he was probably a sort of an uptight turd because he had been so good for so long that he wasn't really healthy in the building. Yeah, uh, Linscombe's the opposite. Everybody loved him, but it, when it's kind of over, it's over. I, that's why you say there's unfinished business. Nobody wants to go out after being a, a hero in a World Series. Yeah, five, six, seven years later, people go, "Damn, that was a that was a struggle." Yeah down the stretch for this guy. He doesn't want that. No, he doesn't want that. He's got a lot of pride. He's, he's accomplished a lot. Over and he's the on a team that can win. Yeah, and that's the big part of it. And to me, you want to compare rotations. Okay, yeah, I know the Dodgers are the ones who have yeah. made the biggest splash this offseason. Top to bottom rotation, I'll take my chances with the Braves over the Dodgers. Now, the Dodgers may slug their way to wins with Dodgers that offense. Dodgers health issues, though. They've, right. had, they've had incredible arms, incredible arms. I think they're going to go to a six-man rotation. You know, I'm on the record as saying I think the Dodgers probably, you know, here, do I want Spencer Strider not on his regular turn? Do I want, you know, Max Fried not on his regular turn? Some guys don't like that. Yeah. It screws them up. I think Charlie Morton would actually benefit from it. I think this guy would benefit from it. But I think the Dodgers are, are going to try to protect from what's happened to them in the last few years yeah. where arms have just sort of fallen off and they've got guys who aren't available. Yeah. So I, I don't I don't know who's got the nerve to do it. I don't know what somebody's situation would have to be. Uh, but, you know, I agree with you. If he's good, if he's a bona fide three, if he looks like a three, and I'm not asking him to be a one or a two, then, then good for everybody around here. Yeah, no question. I looked at his numbers, by the way, last year. For his career, obviously very tough on lefties. Yeah. Last year, he was actually a reverse splits guy. He was harder on righties than he was lefties a year ago. I thought that was rather interesting as well. But again, Snit, Alex, all pointing out the fact there's some pretty big left-handed left bats in this division and in this National League. Look at the Dodgers with Otani and with Muncie and with Freddie Freeman. You know, if you get to the postseason series, this could be a, a big key for that. Yeah, we'll finish up with this. At some point, you know, I, God willing, let him get 10 starts under his belt here in this building. I'll ask him or somebody will ask him, hey, the idea of pitching in Fenway compared to pitching here, what is it? 
You know, just what is it? This is a fair ballpark. Ball will fly out. You hit a chop house. Uh, but it's a fair ballpark. You know, I don't know if you adjust a little bit. You don't want to necessarily pitch the ballpark every time out. Uh, but if you're going to be in Fenway, you better figure out how to maybe try to pitch to your home ballpark if you're supposed to get 15 starts there. 10 starts in here, I want to ask him, what's it like mentally walking out to the mound to not see the wall over your right shoulder, Pesky's pole over your left shoulder or down the, you know, down the line of your left shoulder. I, I'm kind of curious to see if that maybe takes a little bit of the load off. I think between that and going to a team that, that can win this year, because the Red Sox are not in a position to contend in the American League East. I mean, let's be honest. When when you look at where the Rays and the Orioles are, Yankees are spending money. Uh, the Blue Jays have a team that can contend. I mean, the, the Red Sox are potentially another last place team this year. You go from that to this situation, yeah, and like you've talked about it, you get to the building a few minutes earlier. You know, you, maybe you don't throw your sides in between early in the season. But, yeah, there's a little bit extra adrenaline, and I agree with you. Getting out of that ballpark, just that mind clearing the, the mechanism of your mind, that, that's got to be huge for him as well. Yeah, uh, lunch tastes a little bit better when you're on a winning team. And you, go. <laughs> you know what else tastes a little better? This old Dominic. Yeah, listen, I'm I'm about ready now. What time is it? It's a little bit too early. It's, but it's early. I got a couple of more pills to take. I might wash it down with this stuff. We actually had some folks over for New Year's Eve, and I broke out the cask strength old Dominic, and less than an hour later, it was gone. So I, I feel like the oh. neighbors enjoyed it. Oh uh, I didn't hear from them till after lunchtime on New Year's Day, so they were uh, enjoying a little sleep-in yeah. time. Yeah. The kids left them alone a little bit. But old Dominic brings you this podcast. I want to thank the fine folks at old Dominic, whether it's the Tennessee whiskey, you've got the toddy mix, you've got uh, the, uh, the the bourbon, which we had on New Year's Eve as well. It's all phenomenal. And, and I don't know if you want to chase a pill with it, yeah. but maybe this evening when you get home from work, have a little... Let me see if on the bottle it says anything. <laughs> There's a warning about throwing down pills with old Don. I'll, I'll find out. Listen, yeah. I'll do what the bottle says. Yeah, no doubt about it. We want to thank them for being part of our show. Chris, always uh, fun yeah, to talk baseball it. with you. we yep. got about a month till spring training. It's right yeah. around the corner. Sure is. And then, of course, we'll have all the play-by-play. -play. We'll have uh, the pre- and post-game coverage on the Braves Radio Network. Looking forward to that. In the meantime, we will continue to raise a glass and cheers to baseball as we continue once a week with you right here on the Braves Radio Network. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps $5 minimum balance required. Hey, Atlanta, Hudson Mason here. Is a new roof still on your to-do list, but you've been delayed due to rising home service costs? Well, here's a fantastic solution from Accent Roofing Service. Zero down, zero payments, and zero interest for a full year. That's right. You can get your new roof now and start paying next year. Act quickly because Accent's incredible offer of zero, zero, zero with a 12-month deferred payment option for a lifetime roof system isn't going to last long. Contact the craftsman at Accent Roofing Service today, accentroofingservice.com. 